Welcome in to the 28th episode of the Breakdown Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, like always, Josh Wissy. You can find me on Instagram at Josh underscore Wissy and on Twitch at Josh Wiss underscore. We play a lot of video games, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Uh, we had seven person zone wars going yesterday. That was pretty fun. Uh, you can just hang out with us, talk in the chat. We'll answer back with any of your questions. Anything you want to talk about, we'll be there for you. Like always, to my left, I got the man, Jackson Klein. What's up, guys? You can find him on Instagram at Jackson underscore client. And to my right, I got not wearing Giants uniform today. It's Jackson actually wearing the Giants stuff today. But I got Brand for Lanty. Oh, you can find him on Instagram at underscore Brand for Lanty underscore. So, interesting day today. It's our NFL breakdown. We break down every game in the NFL. This is our longer episode uh, here on the pod. Before we get to that, though, we got CBB, we got NBA, we got college football picks here. Before we get to that, I'll say records here for college basketball. Me and Dax are nine and eight on the year so far at fifty-three percent. Brands one game back only at eight and nine and forty-seven percent. Consensus we're seven and ten. Uh the game here is nine PM. It's nineteen Northwestern at ten Iowa. Iowa's minus eleven and a half. I'll start this one. These new ranked teams, they're hot. We saw it yesterday with Minnesota. They came out and they bowled those Michigan State yesterday. I think I don't think Northwestern is going to win this game, but I think they keep it somewhat close here. Uh, I just think they're hot, and I think Iowa's fallen off a little tiny bit. I think Iowa wins by six here. I got Northwestern plus the 11 and a half. Yeah, I'm taking Northwestern also. They've been playing really good recently, and Iowa had a bad loss the other day, and I just think it's going to be a really close game, close to 11 and a half, so I'm going to take Northwestern also. Yeah, everything they said, I agree with totally. Northwestern has been on a great streak here, beating ranked after ranked team. They're going to continue it and cover this one for sure. Wouldn't be surprised if an upset comes if Iowa's not ready to play some basketball, but Northwestern covers this. Move on to the NBA. We're going to pick both primetime games, and then we're going to do a new thing here where we each pick a spread that we all like, a different game, one spread that we all like at the end here. Every a different game here for each of us. But records right now, I'm a hot start here leading the way at 6-3. and three. Brandon Jackson both at four and five, and the consensus is at five and four here. First primetime game, seven thirty bucks at the Miami Heat. Milwaukee's minus five and a half. Who wants to start? I'll start. I'm gonna take the Bucks here. I know they had that really tough and crushing loss by the Knicks where they killed them. Um, but I just think this Bucks team needs to get it going now. They've had a tough start to the season, going one and two, and they need to turn it up. And this is a good spot against a very good team where they can show out and cover. I think it's going to be a close cover, though. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks. also. They just had a bad loss to the Knicks, but their bench isn't really bad. I thought they were going to be. The bench played very well the other day on Christmas against the Warriors. I think they'll be just fine. I'm going to take the Bucks here. This this is a really important game right here for both teams. Uh, Heat need to show teams that they're the real deal like they were last year. And the Bucks need to show that they're uh, not as bad as they look right now. I get it. They killed the Warriors, but in my opinion, the Warriors are the worst team in the West. Uh, the problem I have is it's way too many points. I, the line's moving in the favor of the Bucks, which is weird to me. The Bucks, I'm just going to say they're not fully chemist. They don't have a full chemistry right now, and I think the Heat ride this train right now where they believe they're one of the best teams in the league. I got the Heat plus 5.5. I think they keep this close at the bare minimum here. I'm going to play the contrarian button here, the lone wolf, and take the Heat. Second primetime game here at 10 p.m. Pelicans are at Phoenix Suns. Both teams 2-1. and one. Phoenix minus 2.5. Brandon? Yeah, I'll start. 
I'm gonna take the Pelicans here. Uh, this is gonna be a really good game. Both teams young. They know they know how to score. I see the Pelicans. Uh, they, they they showed me something on Christmas against the Heat. I really like. They had a close win against the Spurs, who aren't really that bad as I thought this year either. The Suns are pretty good, but I think that the young talent all the Pelicans have, they're really meshing good together. I'm gonna pick them. I'm gonna play the opposite here. I'm gonna take the Suns minus two and a half. I just think the Pelicans are a little iffy to me in my mind, and I think the Suns are a team that's blossoming into a better team we saw it last year at the back end with the winning eight and zero. And I think two one start is a good start for them. I think they have confidence, momentum, and New Orleans is a little too young right now for me. I'm gonna take the Suns minus two and a half. I'm gonna take the Suns also, just because they have a little more veteran. Chris Paul obviously is there. I think they could edge it out. I think this is going to be a game that comes down to free throws, whoever can make free throws, and whoever can make the last shots. I think this is going to be a back-and-forth game throughout it all, and it's going to come down to those ending. And I think Phoenix could just beat it out by a little bit. They cover here. So now we're each going to pick a spread here. I'll start just so I can show everyone how this is like. I'm going to take the Wizards minus 6.5 against the Bulls here. I know both teams are 0-3. The thing is... The Bulls, in my opinion, worst, if not one of the worst, they are the worst team in the NBA. Probably the worst team in the East right now. They're god-awful. And I look at the Washington. I know they're 0-3-2, but they had a tough schedule. This Magic team's legit. They're legit. And they lost two close games to Magic. And they lost a close game to the Philadelphia 76ers, which is a definitely top-four team, in my opinion, in the East. I like this Washington team to show out here against the Bulls. I got Washington minus six and a half against Chicago. My pick of the day will be the 76ers. They, again, were a team that lost to a pretty tough team, Cleveland. They've been playing, though, pretty good. But Toronto has not been playing also good at all. They've had a tough start. They lost to New Orleans and San Antonio. We Maybe San Antonio is a little better than we thought. But I'm a big believer of this Philadelphia team, and I think they got to make a run, and they're going to keep on winning. And this is a low spread, which is why I really like it. I'm going to take Philadelphia. Um, right here, I'm going to go with the Magic. Um, the the Thunder, I don't really know what's going on with them. They don't really have a lot of good players. They just traded away everyone for um, picks. I really like what the Magic are doing. Though. They have a lot of underrated talent, especially Fultz, who's been playing very good recently. Six uh, is a perfect spread for them. I think they're going to win by much more than this. I'm going to take the Magic for mine. That's a good pick. I was thinking about it, but the reason why I swapped that to the Wizards because it's a must-win game for the Wizards, in my opinion. The Magic's 3-0, and and there can be play a little bit iffy in my mind. That's the only reason why I swapped off the Magic, but it was going to be my play, but then I swapped. Three bowl games here for college football. Two big ones, one not so big here. Uh, let's start with tomorrow's game just because it's not as big. Uh, tomorrow's 12 p.m. game here. I just want to say records real quick. Jackson has 101 wins. I have 91. I'm 10 games back. There's 18 games left. So I got to be different on him than 10. Uh, at least probably more. Uh, the 18 here. Consensus 89-84 on the year. That's 51%. That's fine. That's good. Right there at that number. Uh, but tomorrow's Mayo's Bowl. Mayo, Duke's Mayo Bowl. Wake Forest, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's minus 9.5. I'm going to let Brands start here. All of these here. Uh, I'm going to take Wake Forest here uh, just because you don't know what you're going to get from Wisconsin. You don't really know what you're going to get from any of these teams. I'm just playing the spread here. I'm going to take Wake Forest. Jackson. I'm going to take Wake Forest also. We really don't know what type of Wisconsin offense we're going to get. 
it's going to be off of the defense, and those defensive games tend to be a little low scoring. So I think Wake Forest could keep it in within that spread that's almost double digits. Wake Forest covers. I'm happy you took Wake Forest. I actually wanted Wisconsin. I'm going to take Wisconsin here. I think Wisconsin wakes up. This is their Super Bowl. This is their bowl game. This is a big game against a team that isn't the greatest in Wake Forest. Coming into here, I was so high on this Wisconsin team. So high. If they don't blow the doors off this this Wake Forest team, this year straight out disappointment. Disappointment. It's already a disappointment. But if you end the year with a big game here against Wake Forest, you'll feel good about yourself and having confidence going into the next year. I got Wisconsin minus the 9.5. This is going to need to come from their defense for sure because Wake Forest is a top 20 offense in the nation. Yeah. So if their defense shines, we'll see. And the offense just needs to wake up too. But two games today, two Monster Bowl games today, the Cheez-It Bowl and the Alamo Bowl. We're going to start with the Cheez-It Bowl here at 5-30-21. Oklahoma State, 18 Miami. Oklahoma State's minus one here. Brand's going to start. I'm going to take Oklahoma State here. Uh, I don't know what happened to Miami's defense. They're supposed to be uh, one of the best, and they got their, they got blown out a few games ago. Oklahoma State has a good defense, but uh, they've been letting up a little bit recently. I'm going to take Oklahoma State here. Yeah, I'm going to take Oklahoma State also here. I mean, they got back on track against Baylor. I know Baylor's not that great, but they blew them out. So that was a good bounce back. And this Miami team also, we don't know what team we're going to get. They got dismantled by North Carolina to end off the season. I think that just leaves a sour taste in their mouth, and Oklahoma State could take advantage and cover this. I'm so happy you're both on Oklahoma State. I love Miami here. Derek King, I think, is a straight-up god. He said he's returning to Miami next year already. Happy to see that for Miami. I like the plus one here. I love it. I think it's going to climb more by the time close happens, so I love it there. 21 Oklahoma State, they struggled here at the back end of the year. I think they played a little inconsistently, and I think it's going to show here. Uh, no Hubbard, uh, which I think is going to hurt them a little bit here. I got Miami plus the one. I think they win this game pretty easily here. 20 Texas, second bowl game at 9 o'clock here right after. Doubleheader on ESPN. All of them are on ESPN here, but 20 Texas. Colorado, Texas minus 7.5, Bryn. I'm going to take Texas here. Colorado is a pretty good team, but I just think Texas is going to... They're always in a situation where they have to play good in the bowl games to show people that next year they're capable of being a high-ranked team. I'm going to take Texas here. I'm going to take Texas here also. This is probably going to be the last time Ellinger is going to play college football, so I think he needs to ball out and get his draft pick up. This Texas offense is too much for Colorado. I don't think Colorado keeps up with the Texas offense. This is crazy. I'm not even trying to go against you guys here. This is three picks right here where I actually wanted the three different teams. So Jackson's gifting me a comeback here in the making. I love Colorado in this game. The 7.5 hook is beautiful in my opinion. Colorado's a good team. I, I've said in the past, they might be my second favorite team this year. Uh, they've grown on me a lot. They can score. You look at the end of the year, they put up points on points on points against UCLA the first game. I like this Colorado team. I think they got to show that they lost against Utah as a fluke. They got to show that right here. They got to come out and beat Texas, who's been a team that's inconsistent as hell. The defense hasn't been great. I like Colorado here. Here's the thing. All the money's coming in. All the public money's coming in on Texas. But the line is moving in favor in Colorado. What does that tell you? 
the closed doors bets coming in here on Colorado. I like Colorado here as well. Plus seven and a half. I like it. Uh, that's going to do it here for college football. We're going to move on to our NFL breakdown, what we always do every single day. Uh, it's our kind of fun day here. We're going to start Saturday game, Saturday 1 p.m., the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Detroit Lions. Tampa Bay won 47-7. to Anyone, anyone seem surprised here? Not at all surprised. Tampa Bay needed to play a full four quarters, and while Brady was in, they played a full two quarters because they didn't need to play the other four, the other two. Tom Brady played a great game. The one thing they didn't do was get the run game exactly going as they didn't really run all that much with Fournette, surprisingly. Vaughn was the more guy, but his passing offense was amazing. Detroit couldn't do anything. Tampa Bay... I know they played great. Everyone's saying they played great, but this is more Detroit just playing god-awful on defense. Tampa Bay had guys running down the field wide open, not even covered. It was easy touchdowns for Brady. Easy. This game was a high school game. The Lions looked like a college football team. That's how bad they looked here. The Lions, I don't think they win another game. They they probably get blown out next week. I mean, it sucks that Matt Stafford went down. They probably score some points if Matt Stafford went down. Everyone who had the over is so happy that the Lions ran back a punt that hit the over. So it was an interesting game for that, at least. Uh, but yeah, not really a game. It was kind of sad to watch. Really sad. Well, yeah, about the over. Depending on what over you got, because he closed at 55. And I think one of the kick, uh, uh, Tampa Bay kicker missed a 40-yarder. So if yeah, you so got it at 55... That was very much good for the unders. Yeah, I wasn't surprised either. Uh, last week I said that Tom Brady is getting his connection with the receivers good, and it just ha- it happens here, and it's going to continue to happen. I think that they're going to be a very dangerous team going into the playoffs. So. Well, I heard next game, 49ers at the Cardinals. For- Cardinals just needed one win to get in. They just needed this game to get in. They lost uh, here against... The 49ers, 20-12 rivalry game. I guess anything can happen. But it was in Arizona, and I, this is a tough loss for the Cardinals, in my opinion. It's one that, that brings their spirits down, in my opinion. Yeah, now the, there's five teams that could have won it this past week and be in. All five of them lost, so it's going to be a great week 17. But Jeff Wilson had a day of his life. He ran all over them. C.J. Beathard threw when needed and did good at it. And Arizona came out a little hurt because Kyler Murray is banged up, and who knows if he's playing next week. Uh, I'm pretty sure Abchapter said that he is on schedule to play next week. Okay, bearing no setbacks, yeah. Uh, So that's good news for the Cardinals. You'll go up against a backup quarterback in the Rams, and if you win, you're in. And no Cooper Cup for the Rams now. And if you win, you're in. So it's a big big break there for the Cardinals. But, man, you really wish you had this game here. Yeah, it could have locked up things way easier. Yeah, I don't know what Arizona was really doing. I don't know what Kyler Murray was doing. He played really bad. And, if you, and we watched the game, like, his throws. I don't know what was going on. Maybe he's still not 100% from that Seattle game also when his shoulder got hurt. Uh, the defense ha- didn't play very well either. Let's see if better than Jeff Wilson have a field day on them. Yeah, and I, I, Bathard played good enough. Obviously, the one the game, I wouldn't say he played great. He's obviously not the quarterback going forward. But, man, that has to feel good beating a team like the Cardinals that – pretty much probably will make the playoffs next week uh, with the quarterback in the Rams who's never played a game before. Nothing's given in the NFL, though. Well, that'd be a great thing with a backup QB beats them, but I would think, yeah, Cardinals should have it easy there. Interesting game here. Dolphins 26, Raiders 25. 
I know everyone's saying Son John Gruden not taking the touchdown, which I'll talk about that in a second. But Daniel Carson's got to make an extra point there. Uh, you lose the game because he doesn't make yeah. an extra point. You would go into overtime right now. You'll feel confident. And I just want to say, when the Raiders were in the red, uh, in the five, the five with a minute left, and they decided not to go for a touchdown, it bit them in the butt. It bit Liberty in the butt against Colts at the same exact time. It happened at the same exact time. Both games made the same mistake. It was crazy. The Liberty situation was different. There was a lot less time on the clock. I don't know why, with a minute left for the Raiders, you're not taking a touchdown. It makes no sense to me, especially on third down. Why are you not taking the touchdown? Not even going to try for it on third down? Yeah, especially the defense they got. It's not a defense you could trust at all, as it proved them wrong. So, yeah, they need to get that touchdown in. Uh, I, I really – it just happened bad because we saw with the Falcons – what happens if you score a touchdown? I, I think I think it was a smart play there not to go for a touchdown because you're, you're leaving your defense out with with the Dolphins with a minute less, a little less than a minute, like 50 seconds probably left in the clock, and you've been you've been playing the the defense kind of tight all day. All you gotta do is play deep man. I don't know why you played cover two on that play and the face mask call just killed them. I don't really have an issue with them not going for a touchdown. Well, they played for the win. I don't there. have an issue with them going not going for a touchdown first, second down, whatever. But why not try for it on third down? Why, because, they, why not? Because, yeah. because they saw what happened with the Falcons and they got scared that that was gonna ha- they were gonna give them too much time to score. No, no, no. But on third down, if you score, it's the same amount of time. Either way, really, in my opinion. Well, you lose the forty seconds instead of twenty. There's a minute when they score the touchdown because on third to fourth. Yeah, you waste the time. If you score on third down, then you waste time. You're gonna get from third down to fourth. Down. I still think they should have scored the touchdown. Wait, why though. not? Like, I don't get why you don't go for it on third down. I just don't get it. When you take the points, domino effect. You from, take the yeah, points, you go happens. for two. Maybe you're up eight at that point or up seven again. Yeah, because, yeah, they were down by one when they got that. If they got the touchdown, then they would have, yeah. I mean, why? You just, yeah, go for the touchdown. Make Dolphins need to get a touchdown back instead of just getting up like you, to the 30 something. You wasted something. the clock. You wasted the time. It's, it's fine. Yeah, it's just one of those weird situations. When if you didn't know what was happening for football and you saw someone running away from the goal line, you'd be like, what is happening here? Sacrifice the 30 seconds for make them go another 40 yards. I yeah. Mean, in my opinion, I, I would do that every time. I don't, I, I don't get it. Honestly, I don't get it. The Raiders, fundamentally, they beat themselves, really. They beat themselves. Uh, what Carlson missed an extra point. He was one of the best kickers in the league this year. Missed an extra point. And then not going for a touchdown on third down. I, I get the point of not going for the touchdown, but it's third down. Like, just, just try. I would want points yeah. at that point. I don't know. Falcons. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock here. Falcons at the Chiefs. Chiefs only won by three. I know Brandon made a good point on Sunday that the Chiefs did this on purpose so that no one could see their game plan. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, it's an interesting take, though, 100%. Falcons, coup, man. Coup misses the game. The best time. kicker. Google. The, uh, yeah, the best kicker in the NFL now misses the an easy kick. It's, uh, that's, how the NFL, that's how NFL 2020 goes. Yeah, I, I don't really think that you should be nervous for the Chiefs. Uh, they... It was a late season game. They were just playing. I think they were playing a little conservative to try to get the one seed. They weren't trying to do too much. Mahomes didn't have the best game of his life. That pick here, so to see the linebacker cutting across. I think they'll, they'll be fine. So I, I, I like the defensive performance because they really shut this Falcons high power offense down really well. Actually, yeah, defense uh, showed out here, which is what they usually do at the end of the season. So that's a good spot. I. I think the Chiefs slowed down a little bit. I believe in it. I think they're a smart team. I feel like they did it last year, too. Why do I, why do I feel like I remember this uh, happening? I don't know. 
whatever the line is against the Chargers, I don't know. I'm leaning taking the Chargers now just because of this performance by the Chiefs. I don't even think do they even start Mahomes? I don't even know. Next no, week, he's reached it. Probably not. They're gonna start Chad Henney. Probably. Yeah. So. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, Falcons or Falcons? They're <laughs> done. Not much to say there. Uh, rebuild next year. Do we think they take a different quarterback? Do we think they ride with Matt Ryan here? Depends who's available at the draft pick, but it's definitely a thought at this point. They want. They were thinking about trading away Matt Ryan before, so it looks like anything's open on the table at the moment. Second game here, one o'clock, one p.m. Browns. In New Jersey here against the Jets. The Jets 23-16. to 16. I'm going to talk first here. I get it. I get it. You're missing four wide receivers. I get it. It's a problem. It's definitely a problem. But the Jets went in there and scored 23 points. That's two, three points. That's way too much. You just held the Giants to less than that, and now you're giving up 23 points against the Jets. I don't know if that's more bad on the Giants uh, if you look, if you think about it. But man, Browns, man, you just screwed yourself. Right now, you're looking at the chances. It's it's you're lucky Big Ben's not playing. If he's playing, you're probably the, out, the team that's out right now if he plays in that game. So that's a monster loss for the Browns. On the last play, the fumble that went backwards, to me, that's a lateral. I know, I get it, he didn't purposely hand it backwards, but you don't know that for sure. Maybe he let it slip behind him. You don't know. Never hit the ground. It's a, it's, it's, it's a handoff, technically, in my opinion. So, I don't know why they didn't allow that. It's whatever, though. Uh, let's hear you guys' take. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You have two great running backs, and Chubb only got 28 yards. Hunt didn't do any better. He got 11. They ran it 14, 15 times, three by Baker on scrambles. It's just a really tough thing. I don't know. I don't, yeah, like you're, you're, you could run the ball pretty well and you didn't run the ball at all. Great. You have Hunt, who's a great guy to catch the ball also. It's just a weird game. Um, they, they, yeah, they were out with, they were out with four wide receivers, but they were also without two starting linebackers. So you know how that affects teams on linebackers. We saw with the Steelers, with the linebackers being out against the Bengals and stuff. But the Jets have been, a, they, the last two, three weeks, they've been pretty good against the run, actually. They've been stopping running teams down. And I, the four wide receivers definitely hurt uh, Baker. And some of them were, before, before the, they left, were running routes in the team hotel to try, try out for the team. So... You, you could tell that they didn't, uh, Baker didn't really trust him because he barely threw. He threw the tight ends or running backs more. I just think it's a bad. It was just unlucky for the Browns for this to happen for them. Sucks, man. It sucks that if, like I said, if Big Ben's playing, they're in trouble. They're in trouble because they lose it. They have to win this game, really. If you win, you're in, obviously. Well, not necessarily. No, if they win, they're in. Yeah, if they win, they're in. But you. <sighs> They had a chance to win. They division. had to win now. They had a chance to win now. They had a yeah. chance to clinch it pretty much now. They had a chance to win the division. You lose against the Jets, man. The Jets, who oh, I don't know what the hell. They don't have the number one pick anymore. They decide to play. Is that a little weird, in my opinion? Yes, I think so. Uh, this game is a really interesting one. I'm really upset when I look at the score right here. Colts 24, Steelers 28. Colts had a 24. To seven lead, the Colts had a twenty-four to seven lead that they blown away. Uh, and I saw, I saw the highlights. They're talking about the Steelers game. The reason why the Steelers came back is they 
started to take shots down the field. They scored that Deontay Johnson long touchdown. That was the first time they took a shot down the field in a long time. You know what? It opened everything up around the field. And if that's why a big man was playing next week, I would be scared to play the Steelers team. I'm a little scared. I think they're back. I think they're back. And they're going to be a team to deal with here at the back end. Yeah, I mean, the return of Big Ben playing Gill is going to be coming eventually. And all three of the big receivers, Juju, Deontay Johnson, and Claypool, all having over 50 yards. Ebron, Ray at 47, and Connor even in the past game at 45. The one thing, though, they couldn't run the ball that much early in the game. Yes, because they were down. But still, running it only really like 11 to 12 times is just something. you got to run the ball more, and then this team is really going to be back and better than before. Yeah, I don't really know how with the Colts. They just like... Kept kept hurting themselves even more, giving the ball back to the Steelers, and just thinking that hey, we can hold on to this lead. The Steelers kept targeting that one cornerback on the Colts, Rakiasin, whatever his name is. Every time there was a big play, it was towards his side. So I don't know what that says about the Colts defense in the secondary they have. But yeah, the Steelers played very well against a very good team. So we'll see what happens in the playoffs. The Colts. Uh, now the odd team out here at seven, uh, at the eight spot. If they win next week, which they most likely will, they have the Jaguars who are falling apart internally and everything. If they win, they're most likely in. The only way they're out with 11 wins is if everyone else wins their game. That's Titans, Browns, Dolphins, Ravens. If they all win their game next week, then they will be the odd team out as they are now. And I think it will be one of the first times ever that an 11-win team will make the playoffs, uh, yeah. which would be absolutely insane. I don't think I think they'll be all right. I don't think the Dolphins beat the Bills. Uh, we'll see here. Uh, moving on, Bears, Jaguars, Bears 41-17. The Bears look good, man. Uh, Bears are playing in a win-and-in game tomorrow, uh, next week, against the Packers to get in. A win-and-in game. If they lose, they need some help from other teams, but I can't see them beating the Packers. The Packers look great against the Titans, and the Packers still have to try. they got to play for the number one seed, so it's going to be a tough game for the Bears, but the Bears are playing well. David Montgomery's running well. The offense looks good. But Trubisky, he's slinging the ball. That's why I love slingers as quarterbacks here. He's slinging the ball. Do we think the Bears are good or the Jaguars are just bad? Let me know. I think it's a mix. I think the Bears are definitely good. Their offense is playing off the charts. I think they'll have a chance in that Packers game if they could pair up to the Packers offense, which we know is one of the toughest things. So it's, this is three straight weeks with over 33 points for the Bears. Their offense is on a high right now, and it probably will continue as the Packers don't have the greatest defense. Yeah, the Bears... Are one of the hottest teams right now. And I don't really think the Jaguars are that bad. Like we were talking about them a few weeks ago, how they were playing really good football against the Vikings. We thought they were, you, you thought they were going to beat the Titans. They played close to the Browns. They're a good team, and I they didn't have James Robinson in this game, so maybe it would have had a difference. But I really like what the Bears are doing, especially in offense right now. It's it's going to be tough for the Bears to get in, uh, especially with the they got to beat the Packers. It's a tough task. It's a very tough task. No one here can say confidently that they're going to win this game win that game so the bears it's gonna it's gonna be iffy whether or not the jaguars course locked in trevor lawrence that's already done if he declares i think he declared already did he i mean i don't know if he's officially said it but he he's gonna go in uh yeah so both teams doing what they need to do there next game here last one o'clock game Bengals at the texans Bengals 37 texans 31 Bengals won uh, which makes my bet under five and a half wins very more scary here as they go into versus the ravens texans bad loss for them uh 
bad loss. I'm surprised Brandon Allen did what Brandon Allen did here against this Houston team. The defense of Houston is not good, not good at all. I know there's a lot of money coming in on the over for this game, which it did cash, so bad loss there for the books. But what do you guys think here? I mean, yeah, Deshaun Watson played amazing. David Johnson ran amazing. It's just really their defense laying Brandon Allen throw for over 350 yards, two touchdowns, P. Ryan and Bernard over 50 yards per, and just that can't happen. You won't win a game when you let that happen. I'm just very surprised. Houston had that tough fumble when they could have gone for a field goal to tie a touchdown to win, but they could not do it when uh, Watson fumbled it. Yeah, Deshaun Watson plays really good. It's just our defense is trash. Like you heard what J.J. Watts said, there's something going on there that people are giving up maybe on a team. Maybe some people don't want to be there anymore, but... I mean, you can't really do that. You have you have a, you have a great quarterback, a really good defensive end, and JJ Watt. I don't really see I can be given up and lose to a team like the Bengals. So you know you're better than I just don't really see that. How that what's going on there? That speech from JJ Watt was very interesting. The whole thing that obviously people don't want to be there. It seems like something like that. Texans this week have a very good chance to play spoiler. This week, they beat the Titans, and all the other teams went around them. The Titans are out, and it's a very interesting scenario there uh, in Tennessee. We'll have to see how that happens, but the Texans can play spoiler pretty well here. I think historically, it's a close game. Anyone can win it. It's going to be an interesting one. Four o'clock game, a uh, game that really no one cares about. Broncos at the Chargers. Chargers won 19-16. The Chargers winning games. And they do it every year at the back end. They win games. I think it's bad. Like, stop winning games at this point. Just stop. You're not You're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. Just stop winning games. You're only biting yourself in the butt right here. And again, a historically close game. It pushed here on the podcast. Uh, I thought it was going to be right around this area, too. That's why I took the points. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, the Chargers played a great first half. The defense shut down Denver. And then let them sneak back in. And it got interesting towards the end. Drew Locke played decent. Herbert played decent. No one really played amazing. I mean, Locke had the two picks, which I figured would screw them over later on. Melvin Gordon ran out. I mean, it's just a very even game, which is why the score showed what it showed. Yeah, Jerry Judy had like five or six drops in this game, which probably would cost him the game because we saw that uh, play uh, at the end where he dropped that ball and probably put him in a field goal range or whatever it was. Uh, this game, I don't think really anyone cared about. It was like a boring, whatever game, you know. I did think there would be some fireworks in there, but then that didn't even happen. So yeah, just definitely, really definitely, they didn't even show it that much. No one cared. I, I'm gonna make a proposal right here. Why don't I go to trivia now, and then we can do like the primetime game Sunday night, Monday night, and then talk Giants with the Panthers, Washington game, Eagles, Cowboys game at the end of the show. Sure. So you want to just hop in the trivia now? Yeah. I think that's a good idea here. So we're going to hop in the trivia now. Brandon has 13 wins. I have 10. Jackson has 4. I don't really know this one. I think they know it. these two know it better than me. The question is highest scoring offense this year. Points per game. The top 5 points per game offense this year. Definite interesting one here. I don't know it that well. We can't really look at the teams because it says the points per game. I'm just going to look at everyone from here. It could be anyone, really, in my opinion. I don't know who blew out teams. I don't, but we'll see. There's a lot of good options. A lot of good options. Uh, Jesus. A lot of good options. I have not written down a team yet. Uh, I just going to say... 
No, you go ahead. Oh, so I got three so far. You got three? Okay. Yeah, just the other two struggling. Man, I have no idea. I finished. I got no clue, I'll be honest here. Oh, for the category, we're doing like points score. I don't know if we said that. Yeah, I said Okay, I said point. Okay. Uh, if anyway, if we're doing this, go follow the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast. You might have a TikTok to shout out tomorrow, maybe here. But yeah, go follow the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast. Your guy Antonio helps us out with that so much. And please leave a review down in the comments, down in the reviews. And, and, uh, please go subscribe. I'm, f- I'm finished. I'm not. I need to, one more team here. Uh, all right. I think I got it. You want me to start? Sure. No, actually, Jackson, you start. You're okay. the loser. One, I got Packers. Two, I got the Chiefs. Three, I got the Bills. Four, I got the Titans. And five, I got the Colts. You know what? I completely forgot about the Bills. I mean, the Chiefs. <laughs> I completely forgot. That's whatever. Uh, five, I put the Ravens. Uh, four, I put the Saints. Three Titans, two Bills, and one I put the Packers. Chiefs uh, definitely on there. I missed it. One I put the Packers, two I put the Chiefs, three Titans, four Saints, five Bills. Okay. Alright, so let me start from one or five. Wait, what was your list? Packers, Chiefs, Titans, Saints, Bills. Alright, you want me to start from five? Sure. Number five is the, the Tennessee Titans at number five I here. four. Uh, I have met three. I got plus one. I think we all got plus one here. So interesting. Yeah. You get plus one there on the list, plus two in the right spot. I just want to let that be clear here. Number four is the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Did anyone have that in the right spot? No. no. So we all got plus one there. So we each got two here. Number three is the New Orleans Saints. I didn't have them on the list. Did I, Brian had them on the list. Brian had number four. So me and Brian have three points here. Jackson with two. Uh, number two. Who do you got at number two? Chiefs. Chiefs. Number two is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did anyone have them? No. No, I think me and Brian are going to tie here because number one is the Green Bay Packers. Me and Brian both have five points here. Brian has five. Uh, we're going to go to tiebreaker here. Jackson, I'm going to ask you to look at what number six is. Uh, we each, we each, I got one, two, three, four. Wait, I don't even know. How are we going to do this tiebreaker? Like, who, goes, who picks first? You can pick first if you want. All right, I pick first here. At number six, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, I put the Chiefs on. No. We're both wrong? Yeah. All right, you pick first here. I got to look at teams. Uh, oh, I think I got it. I think I got it here. This is not the episode I have a tie on. This is a long episode. Usually our episode here is over an hour. Uh, wait for Brandon to pick a team here. I put the Browns. I put the Ravens. No. We're both wrong? Really? Yeah. I love sure the Ravens are up there. I pick first now. Uh, it's a tough one. One more guess. We got a conference? Yeah. Alright. Uh, man, oh man. 
All right. You go. I just went. You went first? All right, I put the Steelers. I put the Falcons. Nope. All right, conference. NFC. NFC, you said? Yeah. Okay. All right. I wish I looked at it. I got my guess here. Hold on. I go first? Yeah. I put the Seahawks. So did I. Yep. All right. Well, we got to go number seven. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we need to do a conference for this because, like, you guys just eventually get Like, I think it, yeah. g- it gave it away there. Yeah. All right. Uh, You're up. I'm up. I'm going to take the Ravens. I have the Chiefs. Yep, Chiefs. Damn it. Yes. Running against this fourth Surprised they were that low. I took the Ravens. I didn't think Chiefs. I just, I don't know. I was going to take Chiefs, but then I didn't. I wanted to be different. In the butt. Wait, what's the kind this week? Bit me in the butt. Antonio? I don't know. I think so. Probably, most likely. Because the there's so. no way the Buck can. Because I, I saw a list like a few weeks ago. It was yeah. the top three, and the Bucks weren't even close. So I had it, had it count this yeah. Week. yeah. Yeah, I mean, 47 points helps a lot. Uh, and 52 for the Saints counts a lot, too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's gonna do. That's gonna be the trivia here. But I think it's his fourteenth trivia win. I still have ten. Jackson with four. But I know it's ten more than Jackson. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot of lot of lot of podcast wins or podcast trivia wins here. We move on. Let's let's skip the giant stuff. Let's leave that for the end, like we always do here. We're gonna go with the Rams, Seahawks, Rams nine, Seahawks twenty one twenty the nine. Rams are struggling deeply, and now they're the team in the NFC that might be the odd man out here. Uh. They might, after all this talk of us thinking they can win the Super Bowl, they might not even make it to the playoffs. This is a scary sight for them. After a bad loss, the offense doesn't look good at all. What do you guys think here? Yeah, I mean, Goff didn't play that great at all in that game. And just it was a tough game. Henderson was the one bright spot. He ran the ball pretty decently. But Seattle really took control, especially towards the end, because this was a back-and-forth game throughout it all. It was really a close game. You know, looking to score 29, it's a little high between the score differential. But it was a close game that came down to the end. Yeah, this was just a game where Russ Wilson was doing whatever it took to win uh, first team. And uh, Henderson went down after a, a goal on carry or whatever. I think that really hurt him because they had no Cam Akers out. I think Cam Akers is the guy they really want to go to. But Jared Goff has been very consistent this year. And inconsistent quarterback play is not going to get used to the playoffs. Definitely not. Yeah, it's... It's going to be interesting for the Rams. I can't believe that the Seahawks now next week have a chance to get their number one seed. If the Saints lose, the Packers lose, Seahawks win, the Seahawks get the number one seed. Well, the Packers lose, and the Se- no, the Packers-Saints both lose, and the Seahawks win. The Seahawks get the number one seed, uh, which is crazy to think about because it's really the Seahawks like iffy in the middle of the year. The defense really has tightened up recently. They have recently, and the Rams now... Look bad. They look bad. They they might slip in as a seven seed, maybe. Uh, but we'll see here. Coming up soon. We're gonna move on Monday night, right? Uh, sure. Bills won thirty-eight to nine over the Patriots. I, I couldn't even like the game was boring. It was yeah, boring to watch. Not, it was, not much unexpected. Also in the game, the Bills are legit. They're legit. They're playing great. The offense looks like the Chiefs' offense. The defense played well. Nine points. I know the Patriots are. Struggling top Cam Newton probably won't be on that team next year if I had to guess. Uh I could see them trading in for a quarterback, maybe. I could see them picking a quarterback. They probably will pick a quarterback, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, 
Bills 38-9. Bills are legit here. I want to know what you guys think. Well, first of all, whoever told him to challenge that play after the half started probably got fired. I don't know if you saw Bill Belichick's yeah, reaction. Yeah. Yeah. He was really mad about that. But, I mean, the Bills are just balling out. They're having fun. They're playing fun football. They're the one team in the AFC that can really contest the Chiefs. That I'm hoping we get that as the AFC Championship game. That would be a great game to see again. Yeah, the Bills playing amazing recently. The offense has been playing great. Stephon Diggs won my fantasy championship. He's amazing. I th- it's like crazy because it's kind of like the Saints. Like You know where Josh Allen's going to go with the ball to Stephon Diggs. Like this, Drew Brees goes to Michael Thomas, but you just can't cover it. So until someone figures that out, I don't see anyone stopping the Bills. It's going to be a great game when they play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. I just want to say the Bills' offensive tackle had more receiving yards than most of the Patriots' wide receivers, all of them except Jacoby Myers. That's a little sad. Hey, he's actually a tight end, just a blocking tight end. He looks like an offensive tackle. I know. When he caught the ball, I was like, wait, what the? He's got 85, so he's eligible. Time to catch. It's a little, it's a little crazy. Uh, I got, I, the Bills are legit. I think I would love to see them beat the Chiefs out in the playoffs and get into a Super Bowl. That would be crazy, and it would be great for the Buffalo. I mean, they haven't really had much recently. Yeah, uh, and you could tell their city's hype. Their town, so all of them are hyped. I, I think it's shaping up for a good Buffalo Chiefs game, but I am not counting out the Ravens or the Steelers yet. I think they're alive down there. We're going to move on to Sunday night. Interesting game here at Sunday night. Not really. It was a lot of hype. Me and Brand had a lot of hype on the Titans. It didn't happen. For Packers 40, Titans 14. Packers scare me now. They scare me as number one seed because I had the Saints win the Super Bowl. They scare me. The thing is, they scare me that they can win the whole thing. But the thing is, they scare me every single year that they can win. And they ultimately don't. They ultimately lose. And... Hopefully, maybe it happens this year, but I don't know. They seem like a different animal right now. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, A.J. Dillon's showing out great. This was a great game for him to do it all. And this is just a game where the Packers know how to play in the snow. You could tell the Titans are afraid to cut. They're afraid to just play football, really. And Packers took advantage of that. They did not miss a step in their own snow, their own stadium. Yeah, I agree. It was the weather factor for sure. They were talking about how the Titans receivers couldn't cut outside or inside. Like Devontae Adams knew everything, how to play in the snow with his cleats and everything like that. Uh, they, they shut down Derrick Henry for the most part in the beginning. That's what you got to do because they had to throw the ball a lot. And Tannehill, I mean, he, he had two picks, but I don't really think he played that bad considering what his receivers were doing. None of them were getting open, and he had really no time to throw the ball. The Packers even played very good this game. The Packers took a playoff team. And made them look like a non-playoff team, and now they might not make the playoffs. It's uh, crazy what the Packers did to this Titans team. I, I get it, the weather, the snow, it had a factor, obviously, but I really thought the Titans were going to run all over this team, and 97 yards wasn't enough. They needed to get like 150, one, maybe more. Uh, the Tannehill fake play was nice. Teams yesterday looking out for that, especially in the playoffs. If you play the Titans yesterday looking out for that. Titans might finish as a seventh seed. That would be interesting, uh, to say the least. But we'll see here, coming down to the wire. We're gonna move on. We got three games left. It's the Giants, Ravens, uh, Cowboys, Eagles, and Panthers, Washington. Let's just say the Panthers and Cowboys both won, so it sets up for the Giants to somehow win this division. Obviously, the Panthers beating Washington 2013. No Dwayne Haskins. who got cut now. They had Dwayne Haskins. who's yeah. cut now. He's not on the team anymore. 
Panthers went in there and beat them. They handled them pretty well. I know it's 20 to 13, but the Panthers kind of slowed down at the end. Defense played well. The defense for Washington played well. Not well enough. It's going to set up for an interesting next week because the Cowboys blew out the Eagles. They Cowboys, in my opinion, now are the favorite to win this division. I get it. The Washington percentage-wise might be the favorite just because they got to win it in. And, you know, that's probably the easiest. They got the easiest of the teams in the Eagles, some would say. What do you guys think here? I'm we're gonna get great. We're gonna get a great ending to this NFC East. I mean, Giants Cowboys winner gets in. Obviously, if, if the football team loses, we'll see that game on primetime Sunday night. So if the Giants win. We're the biggest Eagles fans ever. Who knew we'd ever say that? I mean, and anything can happen. Hopefully, what we need to happen will happen. That's all I gotta say, really. Yeah, I'm kind of scared for the Giants because the Cowboys have been playing really good recently. And the defense, the Giants defense is playing like the they usually are playing trash. And the zone coverage they're being is awful. Uh, I I'm just really scared because I'm also scared for the Eagles too to win because Jalen Hurts really isn't all that. Like if you look at his past two games, really like this game especially, he's not he's not really as good as like his first game he played. Well, I still think they first game in the first game, well first play they got a deep shot to Deshaun Jackson, easy touchdown. Then they never did it again the rest of the game. Never even tried yeah. it. Never did it again. And that's weird to me. I don't know if it's a Jalen Hurts problem, like they don't trust him or something, but the Eagles look scary. But the thing is, it's it's a rivalry game. You look at the Washington, they only put up 13 points. I guess Alex Smith's coming back. That's going to help. But it's in Philly. So anything can happen. It's in Philly. Anything can happen. Philly is favored by one at the moment. Exactly. Uh Talking about the Giants, the Giants are look bad. I I don't think they beat the Cowboys. I can't see it. It's I mean it's setting up nicely for them, but again, it's in New Jersey, right? So any anything really could happen. Uh, Daniel Jones needs to play Daniel Jones as best as he possibly can if they want to get a chance here. Then they'll have to go in and winner has to burst the Buccaneers team most likely here. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be the biggest game of Daniel Jones's career at the moment. A win for a chance to be in. And yeah, Cowboys are playing hot football, so we're going to need to slow them down somehow and get some offense going badly. Daniel Jones didn't even play that bad uh, this past game against the Ravens. He just threw a ton of times because they were down. They couldn't run the ball. That's a problem. Their running game has been trash ever since the Seahawks game. They can't run the ball for their lives. And this Dallas defense is playing very well as of late, so I'm pretty sure Daniel Jones have to step up. The Giants just scored more than 13 points. It's got to happen against a better, worse defense than the Cowboys. They probably can uh, score more than 13 points. But you score only 7 against the Cardinals and only 13 against the Ravens. It's concerning. It really is. Like Brandon said, you got to get the running game going better. And Daniel Jones needs to play amazing. He needs to play like an A-plus quarterback here for them to win this game. Andy Dalton and that offense is going to do their thing. So we need to come out there and compete. Yeah, we really will need the bat. I mean, Andy Dalton has experience, so that's going to be helping them for sure. But we just got to slow them down. And we got to play better defense. Like, yeah, Des Bryant was wide open for that touchdown. And a lot of times people were wide open in the secondary. That secondary needs to get fixed right now, obviously. It's just crazy because if everybody caught that ball that Thursday night game, the Giants are probably looking at yep. a playoff berth right now. Yep. Yeah, we just And need- if we just, like, try harder against the Bears week two, I feel like... Yeah, and Daniel Jones make a better throw to Deion Lewis for the two-point conversion against Tampa Bay. 
Who knows it's what always, happens to that game? It always goes to the Giants. It's like it's crazy. We like this moment where oh, if this happened, this happened, which is not much to ask for. Just one little play, we're in it, or a better situation to get in it. It's it's a rough, rough, rough year every year. Uh, just before we end the show here, I want to talk playoff picture. I'll probably do a TikTok on this uh, tomorrow, but. We're going to talk NFC first here. So, Packers win, they're the number one seed. I'll talk number one seed here first. The Packers win, they're number one seed. If the Packers lose, the Saints lose, and the Seahawks win, the Seahawks are the number one seed. Okay? But, if the Packers lose, the Saints win, and the Seahawks win, the Saints are the number one seed. If the, pa- if the Seahawks lose, Packers lose, and only the Saints win, the Packers will keep it. So the Saints need the Seahawks to win and the Packers to lose for them to get it, which is weird for they need a team to win for them to get it. Uh, seven seed, seven, eight seed. The Cardinals Rams are playing a win and in game. Whoever wins is in. Uh, the Pack, the Bears are playing a win and in game as well. If the Bears win, they're in. So then, if the Bears lose, let's say the Bears lose, the car, if the Cardinals lose, then the Bears would slip in as the seventh spot. And the Rams would stay here at the six. So the Rams lose and the Bears win. And the Rams lose and the Bears win. The Rams are out of this playoffs. They're out. Uh, Bears would go into the sixth spot. Cardinals would go into the seventh spot, which is interesting to say the least here. AFC, uh, I think the Bills are going to get the two seed locked up here. He's just not starting Big Ben. I think Bills are going to be the two. Pittsburgh's going to be the three. Interesting here. We got five teams, right? One, two, three, four, five teams at 10 wins. If all of them win, the Colts will be out like they are now. If all of them win to get the 11th win, they'll all be out. Here's the interesting part. We can chalk, we can give Colts their 11th win. They're playing the Jaguars. Let's give them the 11th win, right? The Ravens play the Bengals. Let's pretty much give them the 11th win here. The Titans have a tough game against the Texans. Dolphins have a tough game against the Bills. Browns, have a tough game at the Steelers. Let's just say they have a tough game here. If Let's give the Titans the win. Let's say the Dolphins, Browns lose, and the Browns are out because the Dolphins will have the tiebreaker. The Browns would be out here. If the Dolphins, Browns both lose and the Titans lose, the Titans will be the team out. So it's very, very weird scenario here. All these teams, the Dolphins and Dolphins, Ravens, Browns just need a win and they're in. Any of those teams can be knocked out, though, just with one loss today or next week. It's a very, very, very weird scenario. Great Week 17 upcoming. It's a monster Week 17. We have, like, eight teams fighting for their playoff lives. I think that might be the most ever, eight teams. And that Rams-Cardinals game is the only game where whoever wins is in of the week, and the Rams have a backup in, so that's tough for them. Uh, But, yeah, eight teams fighting for a spot in if the titans don't get in that's crazy to me if the if the rams don't get in that blows my mind i can't believe it if the rams don't get in which could happen here because they got a backup quarterback i think that is gonna do it for the show we kept it under an hour which is great uh i'm being recorded now that's cool i kept it under an hour i guess showed pictures of beetlejuice all the time here i'm trying to do the outro it's a little it's a little it's a little weird uh that is going to do it here. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow talking all college basketball. I don't know. NBA? What are we going to talk about? Maybe power rankings Everything tomorrow? Everything. Power can rankings? Do. Yeah. Power rankings tomorrow, maybe? We'll see. We got to think about it here. Uh, 
But that is going to do it for the show. Brandon gets his 14th win. We'll be back tomorrow. I hope everyone had a great NFL Sunday. Uh, go follow the podcast at under, the underscore breakdown podcast and go subscribe and leave a review down in the comments section. Very much appreciated here. Jackson, please hit him with an adios. Adios. Brandon doesn't get to say anything because he annoys me very much. That's going to do it for the show, guys. See ya.